What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dream, Achieve, and Succeed. I want to thank everybody out there who's uh, taking this journey on with me. Um, this has a, been a uh, crazy learning experience. It's been um, and it's been really beneficial and it, to me to know that like there are people out there that I'm helping or that are learning things from what I'm saying. And even if I'm not teaching you like a whole lot of stuff in depth. It's at least, you know, changing the way people think about things or, you know, setting people down certain paths and giving them ideas to go and do research for themselves. So I definitely appreciate everybody who continues to give me free feedback, um, good and bad. You know, I take criticism. Uh, I take it seriously. So, um, you know, when, when somebody reach out, when somebody reaches out to me and tells me something they think I should change or whatever, I definitely take it in take it into consideration as well um so thank you for that thank you for the support and thank you for everybody who's listening um again like i always say at the end and i'll say it again now just if there's somebody out there who you think could use could actually take some value away from what i'm saying um even if it's just about one topic or anything whatsoever you know share it with them go ahead and hopefully you're hitting subscribe and you're listening to what i gotta say and and you, you know you're tuning in every week but even if it's just one episode or one topic that I decide to cover for that day, um, you know, feel free to share it with whoever. And, uh, and if you have any questions or you want some advice, especially real estate related, um, just feel free to reach out to me. I take calls and texts all the time and I love doing it. And it's something that I'm really passionate about and helpful about. Um, it's not whether I'm going to actually make money or not on it. I don't really care so much about that, but more so just to make sure that people are being taken care of out there because um, there are really good people and there are really bad people out there in the real estate industry. And, you know, hopefully I'm one of the good ones. So and I think I am because I, I try to be genuine about what I do. So and going along with that, I actually want to talk about um, real estate today a little bit. Um, specifically, I want to talk about um, the VA loan and even the FHA loan um, and different programs that are, you know, low to no money down programs to get you into a house. I think I talked a little bit at length in my last episode, not my last episode, but a few episodes ago um, about real estate and about the benefits of owning versus renting and how you're literally wasting money. like You're throwing money away by renting. And I think if you go back and actually listen to what I had to say, um, you, you know, you'll be able to take some value from it. I, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Isaac. He actually reached out to me and, and told me that um, when I the way I broke it down for him in terms of, you know, how much money you're saving versus how much money you're, you're wasting and then the equity that you could potentially build, not only from buying down your mortgage, um, and an amount that you have left on your mortgage, but also from, you know, the market increasing and growing the amount of equity that you have in a house. Um, when I broke it down for that, you know, he said that he loved it and that it was something that he really enjoyed and, and that he, re you know, he took to heart. Um, and so, you know, if there's anybody out there that has any questions, again, just feel free to reach out to me. Um, but today I'm going to talk about some concepts that you may have never heard before. And there's some concepts that um, are really important for for obtaining a mortgage in order to buy a house. Um, and so first off, I want to start with saying that um, there, if you're listening to this and you know you have a full-time job and you make $50,000 plus in a year, I would guarantee you that you can qualify for a mortgage wherever, almost wherever you're at. I mean, you know, obviously there's some places you can't, but almost wherever you're, you're at and that there are people out there who, you know, make less money than you that actually are able to qualify for mortgages and buy homes. And that's not to say that $50,000 is a cutoff because that's not 
that's not the case at all. But I'm just giving a general example, um, for especially for you know those lieutenants out there who are in the army who um, are just starting out as a second lieutenant that you know are looking to buy a house or considering buying a house. Um, you know, it's 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 not that hard to qualify in order to buy a house, especially using your VA loan. That's probably the easiest one. Um, a lot of different, a lot of other mortgage programs that they have out there are in fact or will in fact uh require you to have a down payment um even if it's a small percentage like a 3.5 percent down payment with the fha loan Um, but even sometimes i know here in the state of washington there's actually a um, down payment assistance program where they will um where the state will allow you to buy the house lend you the down payment assistance and you don't even have to pay Put that on top of your mortgage, but whenever you go to sell the house or whenever you, um, you know, finish out your loan and you pay it all off, then you just have to pay whatever that down payment balance is. Um, but it's a really good way to get into a mortgage and get into a house and begin your life as a homeowner versus, you know, renting and doing the status quo and just trying to find the cheapest um, place that you can rent just because, you know, you're just trying to save some money and, and, and you think that's all you can afford. So that's the first thing I want to talk about is actually your income. Um, you should know what your post-tax income is each and every single month. You should know, you know, what you're getting, what you're getting on a, on a weekly or bi-weekly or monthly basis so that you have an idea of, you know, how much you can afford. And I mean, this all goes back into building a budget and different things that I talked about in the past. Um, but just understanding where you are and if your your income fluctuates, I would say to always go with the bottom the bottom amount or, or whatever the lowest amount that you may receive in a month just because or just to be safe and a little conservative. Um, but from there, what I want you to do is I want you to then add up all your debts. And and when I say debts, I'm not talking about, you know, your rent. I'm not talking about your utilities. I'm talking about your actual debts, stuff that required you to have your credit pulled in order to actually get the loan or your um, credit card or whatever it is. And so what you do is you, you take all of those things, right? So, so let's say you have a car loan for $200 and you have have a you know have two different credit cards and a minimum payment on each of those credit cards are ten and twenty dollars evenly right and let's say you know just for the sake of simplicity that you only make a thousand dollars a month so what that means is that you take your ten dollar payment your twenty dollar payment and your two hundred dollar payment and all together your the percentage of um your income that you actually pay towards debts every single month is 23%. And you may, because you take the $230 from the 200 to plus the 10 plus the 20, and you have $230 and then you make a thousand dollars. So you make, you take uh, 230 divided by a thousand, that's 23%. Now from there, you then say, okay, I want to go and I want to purchase a home. So typically, um, you know, the, the, debt to income ratio that you're going to have that you're going to be able to use at a bank is going to be about 55%. Again, just like I did in the example, your debt to income ratio is the amount of debt that you have compared to your income. So right now you're at 23%, right? So 
you go to a mortgage company, you say you want to buy a house, and let's just say you're VA. So you're you're getting your VA loan, so you're 0% down, and so you say, okay, I want to use my VA loan, and this mortgage company only allows you to have a debt-to-income ratio of 55% with your mortgage. That way, it helps them ensure that you're not going to overpay for a house, you're not going to go beyond your payment, and, and you're going to be able to afford, li- afford to live um, beyond just your debts that you have in the mortgage that you have. And so from there, what you do is you say, okay, so I take 55% minus that 23%. So in this case, it's 550 minus 230. And that turns out to be 320. So right now you can afford to make a payment of $320 a month towards your mortgage. And so with some quick math and some math that um, I'm not going to do right now, um, but what they would do is they would take that payment, right? They would take that $320 and they would say, okay, so you can afford to a mortgage of $320 for your uh, your principal and your interest every single month. And so from there, what you do is you say, all right, so because of this $320, based on your credit score, you're getting this interest rate. And so based on the $320 and this interest rate, the maximum amount that you can purchase a house is, let's say, $50,000. And this is like a really low example. This isn't a, a super realistic example, um, obviously, because, you know, houses cost a lot more especially you know where I'm from or where I'm living so you take that that amount and they give you a pre-approval based on that now you're gonna have to turn in other documents they're gonna do, do a full credit report um, they're gonna look at your bank statements your tax returns all that stuff um, but just for the sake of this example and for what I'm trying to teach you guys um, we're gonna keep it super simple so they say okay you're pre-approved to purchase a house for uh, fifty thousand dollars and so what you do now is you find a real estate agent. You take that you, you take the real estate agent that either is suggested to you, you go to somebody that you trust and say, "Hey, I need a real estate agent even though you're not in this market. Do you know somebody in this area?" Chances are, if they don't know anybody in the area, they can put you in contact with somebody who is in the area and still get a referral fee. That's a different story, but we'll keep going with the story. So once you find a real estate agent that you feel comfortable with working with, and for the record, and I know a lot of people get this confused, but as a buyer, when you're buying a house, you don't pay the real estate agent a dime. All the money comes from the seller. So as the real, as the buyer, you go to a real estate agent and make that real estate agent work. Make them work a lot because you're not getting any you're not paying any money to this person. They're getting paid to find you the house and cater to your needs. And so when you find this real estate agent, you give them your pre-approval letter. And then from there, you know, they should be able to set you up with some homes that they recommend, with some homes that you like, and then go ahead and show you some houses in person so that you can make a decision based off that pre-approval letter, put it in an offer. And then once your offer is accepted, you can then go ahead and move forward with the transaction. Um, hopefully, you know, you get an inspection and your agent walks you through the process like I do with my clients. And then, um, you know, once everything goes through and you closed and you can move into your house. Um, the latest I've seen to take it is a take is about 30 days nowadays. Um, and then, you know, it could happen as early as, you know, 20 days or 21 days. I know right now I'm clear to close right now. I got clear to close on my birthday. So, which was yesterday the 26th. Um, and then, 
I got under contract on the 12th. So 26 minus 12, that's four. I literally got my clear to close in two weeks after getting under contract to buy the house. Um, and so now I'm just sitting here antsy because I'm ready to close on the house, but I got to wait like, you know, a week and a half or so. Um, but the gist of what I'm saying is that is that in today's day and times, there's so many different things and steps that are automated. Um, I, I just want to say, you know, make sure you go within, with a company that, uh, a mortgage company that you feel comfortable with and a real estate agent that you feel comfortable with and that you trust is putting your best interest first. Because um, I, I think, honestly, the biggest part of my job, you know, I'm in sales technically, but I don't feel as though I'm selling a product because, you know, people have to live regardless. And if they want to buy a house or they're interested, then they're going to, you know, at least hear you out. And so I'm genuine with, you know, any explanations or anything that I give. And at the same time, you know, um, I just try to build trust and I try to show you by showing that I'm genuine. Um, and that's something I talk about a lot, you know, adding value, building trust. That's how you become successful in life. And that, and I think um, the reason why I've been able to start to do really, really well is because I have been building a lot of trust and I've been helping a lot of people um, understand and learn about the home buying process, whether whether they decided to use me as a realtor or not. Um, so, so that's all pretty cool. And, and I'm pretty excited about everything I have going on in that sense. Um, but another thing that I did want to touch on is, um, <clears throat> I've been running into a lot of people who just, um, choose, you know, the bigger companies, they choose, um, companies, I'm not going to say any names, but chump- companies that are military friendly for the mortgages. My, like, I, I honestly, I just say, stay away from big companies, stay away from the Wells Fargo, stay, stay away from the Bank of America, stay away from, um, any major company that you see that sells mortgages and actually go to your real estate agent and ask them, Hey, who is your preferred lender? Because nine times out of 10, that preferred lender is going to actually be better or, or give you better rates and give you a lower home price on a month to month basis than a bigger company. Um, so I always, I, I don't usually say, you know, don't use this company specifically or don't use that company specifically. Um, but typically whenever I hear, you know, somebody who I know isn't offering the best mortgage product to the clients that I'm working with, what I say is, have you considered another lender? Have you considered shopping rates? Because typically whenever you shop rates, you're going to be more likely to find a lender that will actually compete with the rate that you got offered and or beat it so that you can then have a monthly pay, uh, lower monthly payment and save money in the long run. Maybe you even have lower closing costs because, you know, one company uh, uh, charges an origin origination fee, whereas the other company doesn't. Um, I've, I've run into that a few times as well. And so I would just say, in, so if you hear me say, hey, have you considered looking at another company? It's not it's it's not because or it's because I don't want to badmouth anybody. I, I'm I'm not in that business. However, I am highly suggesting it for a reason, and I think that it's if I suggest it as somebody who knows a a, a lot about real estate, um, then nine times out of ten is for a good reason. And so, if you ever have any questions about any of that stuff, please you know feel free to reach out to me. Um, but you know there are lenders where I say, hey, go to this person or go to that person, especially in like um, long distance situations uh you know i have two realtors they work for the same company or not realtors brokers that they work for the same company um 
And so I make sure that, you know, I, I send business their way just because I know that they really do help out people and that they have good rates and they can compete on a national level with, with local companies. Um, but whenever you come here, um, there are a couple of realtors or lenders that I, that I do prefer, um, VA loans, especially there's one, but, um, there are some others, you know, that I do think that are good and that I wouldn't mind working with if, if, you know, if you're already using them or whatever. Um, so that's another, that's another story. But, um, so overall, the gist of everything that I, that I just talked about today, um, the, the first part especially is it doesn't take as much to get into a home as you may think that that's probably the biggest thing that I would really harp on is that, um, to, to buy a house isn't as hard or as difficult or as scary as you think. And, you know, especially if you're in my area, I would love to, you know, sit down and talk with you, talk you through the process, talk you through what you got to do. Um, because a lot of times, you know, people contact me and say, Hey, my credit score isn't good enough. Um, but then they're going to go for a program that they don't have a minimum credit score. And honestly, I've seen people get a pre-approved with way worse um, because your credit score doesn't actually determine typically unless it's really really bad but it typically doesn't determine whether you can qualify for a loan or not it really just matters for your interest rate for the most part um, for the mass the vast majority of the time um, and then the second part of course is just to listen to your real estate agent about the loans that they offer or or the lenders that they suggest and if they tell you hey Go. You might want to go check out this person because they may be able to help you. You know what? Take keep that pre approval or you know whatever you have the product that you have. Keep it in hand. Go to the other place. Compare it. See if they can beat it. If they can't beat it, okay, cool. Go to your original plan. If they can, if they can beat it, then good. You won. Now let's go ahead and go with that better rate. Let's go with that lower monthly payment. Let's go with those lower closing costs and let's go ahead and move forward with the tr- with the transaction. Um, and so that's something that I always suggest because. Um, you know, and, and, and you want to look out for yourself and it's your life and it's your money. Um, but one thing that I will say, and, and this is something that I really do believe in, and I never heard anybody um, of real, real significance put it in these terms. Um, but uh, I'd have to look up the, the article. I can't remember who, who, who the, what the guy's name was. Um, I saw it on LinkedIn and I read it and it was on like uh it, it was on a pretty pretty legitimate site and everything. It, it wasn't like a scam. It wasn't something just that somebody posted just to, you know, plead their case for them. But it was actually about a self a self made millionaire and entrepreneur um, who wasn't even a real estate entrepreneur. He wasn't a real estate investor. He wasn't somebody who made all his money from flipping houses or buying houses and renting them out or buying apartment buildings. Um, that that's not how he made his millions. But one thing that he said is that he jumped all over the country. And the thing that, you know, got him uh, a lot of his fortune was buying the house that he lived in. And instead of renting, just buy because you're going to pay to live no matter what, no matter what you're going to pay to live, whether it's in a house that you own or whether it's in an apartment that you rent. Um, So in the long run, you know, he just kept deciding to buy and everywhere he went all over the country, he decided to buy. And, you know, he ended up becoming a millionaire through his business, but he also amassed a vast amount of wealth through um, through just o- simply owning the properties that he had and then renting them out whenever he moved. And so this is something that, you know, again, I want to harp on and I want to just go ahead and point out and really just allow you guys to understand that when it comes down to it, owning property is the the best way to financial wealth. And one thing that he said that stuck out to me was that he said that, if you, for those of you out there who don't 
ever buy a house or wait too long to buy a house, the odds of you actually becoming financially wealthy are slim to none. Slim to none. Those are the words of somebody who is a millionaire. Not just me who's, you know, who makes good money, but, you know, is just going through the process himself. But no, somebody who's made his money. Somebody who made his money not even in real estate, honestly. He made a, a decent amount of money, but he used the money that he made in real estate to help him out in business as well. Um, and for those of, you, those of you who want to follow up and hear more about that article, I'm going to do a little research after this podcast. But that being said, I just want you guys to understand that um, what... Even if you don't, you know, want to go be a real estate investor or anything like that, um, just owning property in the long run is going to help you obtain financial wealth way faster and way easier and way better than anything that you could do in business or in your job. Not anything, but most things that you can do in business or your job because um, it just you just got to be really successful outside of you know your outside of or in your job in order to become financially wealthy um if you don't buy a house of course if you don't you know buy all the properties that you live in so um if there's any questions out there for anybody you know please reach out to me if you have any criticisms or any feedback positive or negative please go ahead and send it my way give me a rating on on itunes or spotify or wherever you're listening to me at podbean as well um please subscribe please share to anybody that you think may add value um i appreciate all of you who are listening who have made it this far you guys are all awesome and i'll see you guys next week Know he a genius, he just can't claim it Cause they left him no platform to explain